welcome to the worst day of my life. My name is Cherish. And I'm Laura. <gasps> and we're together. <laughs> we're together in the same place. car. We're not on we're not on the internet. We're uh we're on a rotra. 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 I bet the sound quality is much better. Man, oh, it's gotta be. It's that's gotta be fun is it's so we're it's October twenty twenty two and we're in Washington State and it's smoky. It's really smoky. It's really smoky and it's making a float to it a little we, bit. We don't feel very good at all. So if our voices are a little raspy and <clears throat> sounds like we've been chain smoking, it's actually just living. So <laughs> look at that fucking sunset it's though. Pretty wild. It's like I mean. I know I just said that sunsets are really like basic bitch bullshit, but I kind of. And the end of this one, the smoke makes them really. It's kind of pastel y blend. So. It's got to keep reminding myself quitty. not to look into it though. It hurts. Yeah. Um, you want some sunglasses? Yeah. There's uh, in this compartment, there's some that. Got <laughs> Raymond Pride. All right. And. They, nice. They Solid. Oh, we should go in so, the woods back there and try to find my monopod. Your what? I lost a monopod back there after I got stung by a swarm of wasps. <laughs> <laughs> my butt cheeks. Still kind of scars. <laughs> so you, you said you had a story earlier. Oh my god, yes. Okay. So, my friend, Ireland Megan, okay. um, I, we refer to her all the, all the Megans have nicknames in my family because I have, like, four friends named Megan. Okay. Um, so Ireland Megan, I was talking to her on the phone the other day, and she was like, <laughs> for one, I was like, how, how are you doing? She's like, I'm fucking hungover. And she was like, and it's been, like, days. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, dude, that's what happens now. We're right, old. Right. You cannot, like, it, it, it's got to be really worth it to get that drunk because you're gonna feel it yep. for days oh, and she was like i was like did you did you throw up and she's like she's like i wish i would have that night but i didn't until the next day oh she said that she was sitting on her toilet <gasps> peeing oh no and this wave of nausea hit her so fast and she knew she was gonna puke and she panicked and was like what do i do where do i puke and she grabbed like a piece of toilet paper oh no, my a god oh my god <laughs> she grabbed a tissue and tried to puke into the tissue mm-hmm. and just vomited <clears throat> all over herself and then she was like and i was i was just sure there was no other option available and then i just realized that like the bathtub is two inches from my <laughs> body. Like the toilet is right against the bathtub. Basically, <laughs> I totally could have puked in the bathtub, and I puked all over myself trying to puke into a Jesus. tissue. Dude, you're in your thirties. You can't puke into a tissue. No, you should have learned that by now. It's not gonna. It's it's not it's not big enough, dude. That's the worst. She. Uh, so then we were laughing about. When Patrick and I went to Ireland yeah. to visit her, we stayed there and there was like one night where I got this like Chinese food. I don't know why. Chinese food in Ireland. It was just in the mood. <laughs> it wasn't. It, it was, it's better in the States. Anyway, I got it and it was like kind of meh. 
and oh shit, which way am I supposed to go? Oh, this way. Then um, I didn't eat all of it, and Patrick ate all of my leftovers, and I think maybe they had been like sitting out a long time oh, or something. No. I don't know what happened, but about three o'clock in the morning, Patrick wakes up and is like, "I'm gonna puke." So he like climbs over me, and the way their house is set up, it was so cute, but um, it's narrow but tall. Yeah. You know, so it's like there's like three stories, but they're all really small stories, and there's okay. just like little staircases between them. But the floor that we were on, it's like their bedroom, their guest bedroom, and a bathroom. Okay. So there's a bathroom right there. In his mind, he's like, I'm the loudest puker in the world. I'm going to wake up this whole house. I don't want everyone just listening to me vomit. So I'm going to go to the other bathroom downstairs. So he oh God. climbs over me, goes out of the room, down the stairs, through their living room, which looks like a fucking, like, something out of a magazine. It's yeah. very clean, very tidy, very white, very, you know, everything. <laughs> and there's a door from their living room into this, like, entryway to their house where there's a bathroom attached. Okay. He made it to the door of the living room and puked into the door oh, oh. where it just sprayed all over the place in droplets. Oh my God. And he then like went to the bathroom, threw up, cleaned it all up, then came back to bed. Didn't tell me about it until the next morning. <laughs> she found droplets of vomit in her house. For so long That's after so that, like, in gross. The, like behind a radiator, like, the, oh, it was like haunting her forever. It's like, yeah, there, there was a bathroom right next to, right next to that. Could have just gone there. Yep. Could have gone there. I mean, his intentions were really good. I probably would have done the same thing, honestly. Dude, I'm so afraid of puking. I hate it so much. I don't like to puke, and I will avoid it. And I always like. I always panic and turn into a little baby. I'm like, I don't want to puke. Yeah. I don't want to puke. I don't want to. Sometimes it's just got to happen. My pregnancy with Scout was miserable. Oh, my God. Whoa. The sun is hot pink. That's the hottest pink I've ever seen. Oh, would you look at that? That's kind of scary, actually. It's, I know. That it kind of creeps me out. out. I don't like it. It was creepy how red the moon was last night, too. I did not see that. I... I'm surprised I didn't vomit last night, to be perfectly honest. Well, you only had three beers, though, but... Yeah, but you never know with me. Yeah. You know, those were very strong beers. Yeah. And they I... were tall cans. How do you chug an IPA? You just drink it fast. <laughs> Dude, I don't have the... I don't have... Whatever people have that are good at drinking, It's it just takes practice, unfortunately. And, like, I... I also felt that way when I, man, this is wild. I also felt that way um, when I first moved to Minnesota, and now I don't really feel that way. But I don't, I don't know. I also, yeah, I just wanted to catch a buzz. Went to a show. It was fun. Also was feeling very anxious. I don't have any responsibilities right now. Yeah. Like, just chug a few beers. But I will say that it was a little... There was, like, a moment where my buddy was like, oh, you finished that already? Like, 
<laughs> yeah. I, was, I was planning on like sipping sipping a drink and having a conversation. And well, there was no way to have a conversation because the music it. was so loud. But <laughs> I just like slipped my cup under his. It was like, there you go. You take that back. But yeah, no, I did. I felt kind of sick in the car. I laid out. I laid down. A little nap. Yeah, you did take a nap. You seemed like you felt great after that nap. I did feel great, and then I woke up and felt like hot shit at like the the like fifteen minutes where I was like, oh, I'm not hungover at all. Yeah. And then I walked outside and was like, nope, I'm uncomfortable. So I got drunk when we went to Ireland, which was three years ago. Okay. That's the last time I was drunk. Before Jesus. that, I feel like I don't know. I will have a drink. But it takes me forever. I don't enjoy the way being drunk makes me feel. I like no. if I'm like gonna do karaoke or something and I wanna just kinda loosen up like a smidgen. Or like if I'm at a wedding and I wanna try to uh, pretend that I'm more outgoing than I am. Yeah. You know, like I will have a glass of wine for sure. I love that. That little helper. But getting drunk? No. Not for me. I don't I don't get drunk that often, but I don't know. Especially if I'm like going to see music, I'll have a few beers. God, when I was like on what's going on, you know. Right. I was like nineteen or twenty, I could like chug vodka out like straight up out of a bottle. I, mean, I, I don't know how. Yeah. Well I I you know, we were talking about like tattoos earlier, Patrick and I. Uh-huh. And how like I feel like are we just weren't you just kind of get a little more sensitive the older you get you know i mean ah. i could still i could still chug vodka for sure if i'm in the right right or some may say wrong right. mindset. mindset yeah i don't know there's a lot of things that i did when i was 19 where i'm like i definitely would not could not do that right now yeah 19 year old laura was a shit show what a party animal I just, even like that, even that wedding I did the other night, all those, all those kids were, they ha- were having the best time and they were just so drunk. And I just remember that feeling. And now I don't get that when I get drunk. I get like, ugh, I need to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. I always, yeah. I get tired. Like shit. Yep. It did wake me up last night. I was like, I was tired on the way to the show. And then I was like, I got to drink a beer. I need to wake up. Well, yeah. How not much, drinking more coffee. How much sleep have you gotten? It's been like six hours, probably total. I have I, So I wake up at the same time every single day, no matter what. So right. like, it doesn't matter if I go to sleep at 4 a.m. I'm going to wake up at the latest at like 6.30. Or if you're in a different time zone. Yeah. 4.30? Yeah. <laughs> but we went to bed at 4. Right. So I was like, well, and I could have just stayed up, but I was right. like, no, I got to go to sleep. But I woke up at 6.30. So, it was, so yeah, like two two hours last night, and then probably three the night before, so less. Yeah. That's so, some bullshit. I tell you what. When we get where we're going, I mean, take a nap. hopefully we get there. We're not going to get there before dark. No. But. Definitely won't. So it's going to be a long, creepy drive down a long, creepy. Oh, that oh is going to be really scary. Yeah, we'll show you guys the video, because we're going to have a video of it. It's a two-mile long driveway i didn't even read all of i should read about that anyways yeah i've been here since friday and i got in at like 11 30 11 45 on friday and then went to my friend's house stopped to get jack-in-the-box tacos on the way as i do yeah taco count i'm on six 
six tacos six in. Tacos. This is your third, not even full day. This no, is really my second, second full, full day. day. I fucking love. We don't have Jack in the Box out in Minnesota, and so I love it. And when I the trip that I've talked about when I came out here for like two weeks, uh, I I oh got God, holy shit! It's so scary yeah. looking. That is. Oh my god, that terrifying. color. What? And look uh, at, you can, there's like a cloud right there. Yeah, it's spooky. Oh my god. That does not look like, not like, it doesn't look real. It's wild. That is the, I remember, okay, now I know why I feel like shit because this is what the sky looked like when I got this really bad. Mm-hmm. The last time that air quality was shit. That's what I think. I think that you're not hungover. I think it's that. No, I'm hungover. Last time I did, <laughs> I'm hungover for sure. Like that's worn off for the most part, but my throat, like I can feel. Yeah. We'll see. The Zycam isn't doing anything for me, and that means that it's not a fucking cold. But I'm gonna keep doing it anyways because I am puss uh, puss, and I don't want to get sick. No. Anyways, so I always get bacon ultimate cheeseburgers when I'm here, and I transport them back home. How? Um, just like in my carry on or whatever, it's always really funny flying because I'll have a Jack in the box bag and they'll have to like take it aside and like look at it. And every time they're like, are these just cheeseburgers? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, why do you have three cheeseburgers? Like we don't listen. Just like fucking look at the cheeseburgers and tell me that they're not a bomb. You know, this isn't something special, right? It's Jack in the box. Fucking, I love it so much. But when I went for those two weeks, I bought two or three cheeseburgers because I like to have a little stockpile, right? <laughs> like to have how a little. Keep them, like, how do you reheat them? Uh oh, we'll get to that. Okay, 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 this, okay. and this Sorry. is how I figured it out. So I got my cheesy burgers and I just popped it right in the trunk, and then I drove back to Minnesota. So that's a full twenty-four hours, which I did straight, like did not stop. Speaking of being younger and like just full of yeah. bullshit. I did shit like that too. But I got to my, I was living in my friend's like basement at the time, uh, like really being a scumbag. Cause I was just trying to get my shit in order. And she, I was like, dude, I got Jack in the box cheeseburgers. Do you want one? And she was like, no, it's just been sitting in your trunk for a yeah. day. I was like, all right, well I'm going to heat it up. And it was then that I noticed that like, if I heated it up, it was just going to, it was crunchy. So what you, what I always do is I like steam it. Uh-huh. I get a paper towel damp, like get it wet, bring it out, wrap it around the cheeseburger and then microwave it until I think that it's ready. And I mean, it's not the same as it was when I first bought it, but it's still Close pretty enough. fucking good. But yeah. I always do that. And then I bring tacos. And what's really funny is my son also loves Jack in the Box. And I'm sure part of it, I don't know, that's kind of like our yeah. thing uh-huh. is shitty cheeseburgers. Yeah. We like to do gas station shitty cheeseburger dates where we go to like holiday or quick trip, which are gas stations in Minnesota, and get their little gas station cheeseburgers and uh-huh. eat them in the car and just like people watch. But he always has me bring him back a burger and some tacos. Cute. And he, he'll be like, can I bring it to school for lunch? And I'm like, absolutely not. No, you cannot. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just eating soggy tacos that my mom brought back for me from Washington. Days old. God, but it's disgusting. We do it all the time. It's fine. Fucking weirdos. Anyways, yeah, fast food. I love it. My floats. I'm telling you, man. It's not good. I really hope that the smoke is... It's got to be better by the coast. 
I would think. And I'm uh, sure the rainforest will help a little bit too. But yeah, my throat's killing me and my nose is runny too. But I, so we got to keep the air in the car. Gotcha. And that'll help. I'm so, I'm so excited. <laughs> this is my busiest time of year and the busiest I've ever been ever. And taking a week off right now in the middle of it, I can't tell if it's the best idea ever because it kind of is. Yeah. But then when I go back, it might be no. It'll be good. Easier. But I feel like I'm gonna be just like refreshed and like zen, recharged and ready to fucking go at it. Just ready to party. Ready to fucking party. Ready to get. Yeah, I am. I really needed this. I haven't taken like any sort of vacation or real time off to like longer than like, you know, a day for over a year. Yeah. And I'm bummed that Arlo couldn't come, but I think it's good. He and I, I love him so much and I love that I am fortunate enough to spend so much time with him, but you know, we get it, we get at each other. So it's good to just kind of take a break sometimes. And he, I just heard from my friend, Emily, who's, watching side note how fucking cool is it Holy when shit. you like find people who are like yeah i've got you like i don't have family out there and i just like contacted everyone and was like listen i really need to take this trip i wanted to take arlo I'm, like i feel very fortunate to know to trust that many people to watch my kid and know that they have his best interest at heart and mm-hmm. you know, that's just really fucking cool like yeah that's but anyways, she texted me and she's like, he was so good. Uh, like, he had such a blast. And he was he's with his, like, this weekend he's with his best friends from his old school. And his mom and I are good friends now also. But they're, they're twins. Their names are Jordan and Gus. <gasps> I know. Oh. And they're, like, the fucking coolest, weirdest kids. I don't know. I... Kids are so fucking bizarre, man. Especially at that age. At, like, ten. Like, they're just, like... Are, are they super awkward? Kind of, no. They're, no. like, Arlo is. Arlo's okay. super awkward. Rowan's friends were all... Like, I would, like, see them together, and it seemed like they weren't even talking to each other. Like Really? Were, yeah. I was like, what is this? No. What is happening? The boys are always... Gotcha. Yeah. They're very... You don't shut up. Arlo's super, like super he's super outgoing but he's also awkward like the things that he does he was going through this phase for a while where (laughs) every time he would like see someone like he's greeting someone he'd go hi (laughs) hi hi (laughs) and i like like i get it it's just like being a fucking weirdo you know but like i took him to my first like day at this new job that I'm doing five days a week, but shout out to them for being like, Hey, we're taking a vacation. You should just take one too. But he walks in and the dad is like, Oh, Hey Arlo, it's nice to meet you. And he just goes, hi. <laughs> and then he kept fucking doing it. And I finally had to be like, Dude, oh. stop it. Cause the guy, like the guy's got a, a seven year old daughter, you know, very different vibe. Yeah. And I was just like, this is just, it's just what he does. I don't know. The repeating things is that, like, especially around that age, they love to do that and say the same thing over and over and over and over again and think it's super funny. And that's, I can't, my brain's like, stop, 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 stop it, stop it. I always, like, I'll let Arlo do it for a while and then I'm like, all right, bud, that's enough. And usually it just takes that, like, me just being like, all right. And he's like, okay. 
Yeah, I'll fuck throw in. Sounds mm-hmm. good. <laughs> yeah, like, it's probably really every, annoying. Every <laughs> once in a while. When I've asked him so many times, like, why do you do that? He's like, I just like it. <laughs> okay. Cool. Good. I don't. Yeah, I'm glad that you like That's it. That's awesome. You do it in the mirror to yourself. Right. <laughs> Go elsewhere. All fucking day. See, watching multiple kids with them doing that, like, I one one is enough for me. That is enough. I don't... Nope. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Then they do it to each other, and then you can put earplugs in and fucking fuck off. God. It's great. Um, puke stories. So, this yeah. is a funny one. When I was still married to my husband, after I had had my son, this is the first time that I had drank. I didn't really drink while I was married to my husband, um, he's an alcoholic and I wanted to support him. And so even once he, I think I didn't drink for two years and then I would just like have a, a drink. I usually wouldn't even finish it. Like if we went out on a date or something, cause I just didn't really like the taste. I don't like the way that alcohol tastes. That's also why I chug it. It's just like, I don't like this. Anyways. Um, my friend invited me to, to hang out and we got a bottle of tequila and we drank the entire bottle of tequila between us and like there's like three uh, two maybe two other people and then we drank a bottle of wine uh and i hadn't drank in a very long time i think arlo was like a year old and i had walked over to her place um because it was like you know small town rochester and so i had to walk back and i couldn't remember how to get to my house so I had to have like someone go with me and direct me. I don't remember who it was, oh my God. but I got home <laughs> and I vomited in the living room, like in the middle of everything and then just passed out on the bed. And I remember waking up the next morning and um, like being in my pajamas and everything. And, you know, to, to I'll give him credit, like, my ex-husband, like, he had made sure that I was all tucked in and everything. And he was, you know, when Arlo was, like, a little baby, he was a, he did a really great job. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was so fucking hung, hung over that whole day. I couldn't get out of bed without vomiting. Oh. I puked so many times, and I apologized so many times for puking in the living room. <laughs> like, I just let her rip. Like, no, I don't remember. But my poor friend had to watch her daughter the entire time uh and her husband was like well you went out so this this is like your problem it's your your responsibility so she's like she was hung over yeah so she's hung over and i was like dude how are you doing and she was like every time i go to pick my daughter up i puke and i was like what the fuck you have to watch her today and she was like yeah and it was so fucked up anyways uh don't tell me shitty things that your significant other does i'm always gonna tell you to leave them Every single time. Uh-huh. Leave your husbands. Yeah, fuck them. Um, but yeah, like that him. was a funny... Yeah, your husband is great. You don't Miss have him. to leave your husband. Huh? He's such a sweet guy. He's so funny. He came out in his little robe this morning. <laughs> and boy, did he look angry. But he wasn't. He was just a sleepy bear. He's just, he just has... He's got a morning face. He does. I was like, like this. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. It's like a frown with a, a furrowed brow. Right. Yep, that's his before coffee face. After that, it turns around. Yep. Just not myself. I love him. I love him. I have a little suckle of that. Also, also shout out to Patrick. Mm-hmm. 
because this no. wouldn't happen without him for real at all what a stand-up guy he's fucking incredible just amazing love him i want to kiss his sweet face i love that people are now um like people who listen to this show when they talk to me and they're referring to like their significant other or if they have a friend that has like a really great husband they're like yeah. it's like her patrick and you know, like, people use it like that you know he, oh it's like his he's my patrick patrick's a great guy I, uh, and then you know exactly what kind of guy they're talking yep. about it's like oh okay it's not a man like a shitty man i default to just not liking that mm-hmm. at all which is a fair assessment and if you think i'm wrong you're wrong yeah, so we've been on this road trip for like a few hours now. We've already been creeped out by how many men? At least two since yeah. we in Washington. Well, that, yeah, that thing last night was really scary and weird. And I, like I said, I don't, you know, it takes a lot to like freak me out in those situations because I'm really sure of myself. And like, I know that, well, I wear steel-toed boots everywhere. Right. Um, and <laughs> I have... I lift weights. Okay. She's like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that like, you know, somebody would have a really hard time overpowering me. Like yeah. I'm, I'm very, I'm certain of that. But that guy just like, that was scary because we were in the middle of nowhere. Right. And, and my like, kid was sitting in the car outside. Your kid's sitting in the car. And with the dog. I should have just brought the dog in. You know, I didn't, but we didn't want to leave the kid alone. Right. My kid was like sleeping. Anyways. Yeah. Dudes are scary. I don't trust them. Um, you're you're guilty until proven innocent, totally. as far as I'm concerned. And again, not wrong, and I don't feel bad at all. And I will ignore you and be a bitch to you. Right. And I feel like <laughs> I feel like the good the men that are good men totally understand the fact that yep. men are fucking terrible and scary, and that you do have to prove yourself safe before yep. someone will trust you, and that they accept that. Right. Patrick does. He knows that. He knows people are pieces of shit. Well, and you, yeah, you just gotta, I don't know. I do like calling them out though on their bullshit. Just being like, don't fucking say that to somebody. That's why I'm really excited to be spending more time with you because I feel like (laughs) I need to speak up more often. Yeah. That, you know, uh, the other day I went and got some Arby's, some Arbins, which I, you know what I fucking love? You know what I love? I love going to Costco and then there's Arby's right there. Pick up some little mini sliders. Pick up some sliders, get some fucking jalapeno poppers. Ooh, That's yeah. my shit. They Anyways, have good jalapeno they poppers. Do. Next time you, I'm hungry? here with it or what? <laughs> I'm always, I'm so bloated. You sent me that picture and I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I'm really? uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, all I've been doing is eating fu- fucking gluten Tacos. and lactose, like dairy. Like I'm, both of those things make me feel sick. No wonder this is all affecting me so much. Like, my body's just like, you dumb bitch, stop it. I know, I'm stoked to see what kind of things you pack in, pack out of the camp toilet after all this. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I mean, no, I don't want to see it. It's terrible. Anyways, I went to Arby's, and I pull up to the window, and the guy, you know, said something along the lines of, like, oh, your tattoos are cool. And I was like, thanks. And he goes, uh... My, my buddy has a, I, I can't remember exactly what he called it, but he was talking about my blackout, like, sleeve. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And he was like, uh, he said, it's different when a, when, a, when a girl has it. And I was like, 
how's it different when a woman has it? It's like, I've never seen a girl with one before. And I was like, I want to be like, first of all, that's really presumptuous Uh of you. I'm sitting here in front of you looking gay as fuck. Maybe just like, don't, maybe just don't. Anyways, so he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, it's different. And I was like, what do you mean? Which is my favorite thing Uh to say. How? Make them explain. Right. And he was like, well, I've just, I've just never seen. And I was like, that's weird. Cause I have a lot of friends with blackouts. Like it's not, it's pretty common actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, oh, is that where you got the idea? I was like, yep. Oh my God. Yep. Sure. And then he would like, try to like explain whatever. And I just like kept going, like, just don't yeah. fucking, but that kind of shit where it's like, you know, my experience a lot of the time is men think that I'm approachable because of my tattoos, which is so like counterintuitive because I feel like if anything that means I'm not Mm -hmm. like that's a big like no they use it as a conversation starter I like to ignore people men when they ask me questions about my tattoos or talk to me in general like literally pretend like I didn't hear anything um and see and then and and then we don't have a conversation Mm -hmm. or you know, if they ask me the typical, like, did it hurt? What does it mean? I like to look at them and say, is it going to change the course of your day? Is the answer to this, like, I don't want to have this conversation. You know? Please don't. And what What are we getting from this? She's going to make up something really fucked up and, like, wrong. I used to, when I worked at Zoomies in uh, Rochester, this one, I, I like to lie to people for fun that I don't know. Patrick does that, too. It's... It's, it's great. It's just a funny yeah. thing. But I like to make those lies really outlandish. So, like, you <laughs> you both know, but they don't really want to, like, call you on it. And so there's this woman that she, she came in, and she's buying her daughter, you know, hundreds of dollars of whatever, snowboarding gear or whatever the fuck. And uh, she comes up to pay, and this bitch says, you're so beautiful. Why did you do that to your face? And I was like, that's really rude. This is a birthmark. I'm actually really self-conscious about it. And she like looked at me like she's waiting for me to laugh or something. And I just looked back at her and she was like, Oh, uh, sorry. And I was like, it's all right. Just don't say it next time. But like people would ask me (laughs) the exact kind of shit Patrick goes to people. Patrick and I would have fun in public. I, but like, I also like when people are like, is that a real tattoo? And I'll be like, I draw it on every morning. Right. With shitty blue ink. Jesus Christ, people are fucking stupid. But yeah. Don't ask someone like if if you want to say I like your tattoos, that's enough. Right. That's enough. That's all you need to say. Yep. That's fine. Ever. Or unless like, you're a very close friend, right? And you've been thinking about it for a while, and it hasn't come up in conversation, right. and it keeps <laughs> bothering you. Like, hey, I'm just curious. Right. Other, but who fucking cares? I've never matter. cared. No. I've never thought i wonder what that means right well it's such a weird yeah they think they all have thing. to that's what patrick's mom when she was here uh when i had my surgery she did that to me she said she was like what does that one mean what does that one mean what is that one for what does that one mean i'm like <laughs> i went through a really depressed stage where i just sat and tattooed really stupid shit all over myself <laughs> that's what it means I wanted it on there. Now right. it's, it's called my party lake now. And I just yep. put whatever the fuck I want and I don't care. Right. It does not have to mean anything. Well, yeah. I, so when I first started getting tattooed, 
I was very adamant about everything having a very deep meaning, which like, which is what people think is just like, right. Everyone thinks. And that I way. also, now it's not a secret, I guess, but I am a very sentimental person. I like to keep it pretty close to the chest. Like I keep those sentiments close to me, but like my tattoos all, I mean, they all have, I've got one, I think that doesn't really mean anything, mm-hmm. but I totally, I mean, I respect it either way. Like, I don't know. I also feel like that too, like I've gotten so many of those tattoos covered up because it's like, Ooh, I don't want to remember that anymore. I don't want like, to, I don't, I don't want to explain it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to have no to. Things. Yeah. Anyways, I'm trying to get a whole bunch of these little shits covered up. Just look like a, look like that. I know. Look I'm like just working on it. Real, it's a real slow process. I used to have a lot of um, free alone time. <laughs> Occasionally. You don't have that anymore? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be, it's weird to think about even going somewhere and not like, I don't know. Well, this not feeling like I got I gotta go and get right. I gotta go get back help the help with the baby I gotta I'm so stoked that that's not I don't know I've had a this last week before I left um, the person that I worked for their kid was sick and I don't if, especially if I'm going on a trip I'm not gonna go up to work for someone's sick I don't want to risk getting everybody here sick and I don't want to deal with it. Love them a lot, like, care for those people. They're fantastic, amazing people, but, and they understood. Uh, so I had my afternoons off. Usually I work for them, like, 1.30 to 5.30, sometimes longer, sometimes shorter. And so I just had these, like, blocks where I didn't have anything to do. And it was so funny because I was like, I'm going to do an extra workout. I'm going to, like, whatever. I just sat. Yeah. just sat in silence. Last Wednesday... When we were supposed to record, it was so nice that it didn't work out because I literally just laid in bed until I had to get Arlo. Like, <sighs> just laid there, didn't go anywhere, yeah. ate some peanut butter bread. Nice. And cuddled with my dogs. Like, what? I couldn't ask for anything more. That's beautiful. It's great. Ring, ring. Hello? Cherish, you're not going to believe this. <gasps> What? You know how I normally struggle with the D? Yeah. Diarrhea. Oh yeah. Um, well, you're not you're not gonna believe this. Uh, today, I strangely had a very rare occurrence of something known as the C. Constipation. Oh no. <laughs> Have you ever heard about colon broom? Colon broom? No! It cleanses your colon and helps create regular bowel movements, improving digestion and your gut health. Holy mackerel! Does it help your weight goals become easy to reach? And is it keto and fasting friendly? Yes, it is! Whoa! And if you use promo code WORSTDAY10, you can get $10 off and free shipping. No way. Way. Whoa. You should probably get yourself some colon broom and fix that C problem you've got. I agree. Okay. Uh, Thanks. Bye-bye. Holy shit, Cherish, where did you get that really cute 
strawberry pipe. I got it at shopcanastyle.com. What is that? It is this beautiful website where you can get the cutest pipes, bongs, smoking accessories ever. They've got things that look like cactuses. They've got pipes that look like cherries and flowers and uh, berries and celestial themed things, stuff with mushrooms on it. It's all just really super adorable. Whoa. And if you use promo code the worst day of my life in all caps, you get 10% off. Go to shopcanastyle.com, use our promo code, and get yourself something cute. Yeah, or something cute for somebody you love. Let's do it. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> okay. okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, has Celeste listened to the show yet? I don't think so. Mm. I don't, Celeste doesn't really do podcasts. A I lot don't. of people don't. <laughs> but she also gets to listen to me, bitch, in real time. So, real life. Uh, I was going to say, you just got to tease her about all the, all the Twilight. Oh, you my need God. To, you, uh, so, my very best friend. Oh, I love her so very much. I met Celeste because my son punched her son in the face. <gasps> really? Oh, yeah. I You don't know this? Okay, no. This is good. So, Arlo and I moved up to Minneapolis, and I got him enrolled in school, and he was taking the bus. And this kid kept messing with him on the bus, and he would take his gloves and Arlo kept coming home and telling me that this kid was doing it and it was pissing him off, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, well, tell him to stop. And he was like, I have been telling him to stop mm -hmm. and he won't. And so finally one day, both of them get off the bus and it's this kid first, who's Celeste's kid, and his face is all red and he's crying and he says, your son punched me in the face. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And so then Arlo came off and he was just kind of like, oh. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you can't do that. So I had him, because, like, you know, it could have just been a conversation between me and his parents. Like, you didn't have to go off Hunch. and fucking hit him. Right. So Arlo couldn't write yet. So, or maybe he did, he signed it. We wrote it together. Um, but it was a letter to Celeste's son that was an apology, you know, and just being like, you know, I'm really sorry if you want to talk this through, like, here's my phone number. Mm -hmm. And so she texted me and she was like, thank you so much. Like nobody has ever like done anything like that. You know? And I was like, Oh yeah, of course. Like I don't want my, I would be fucking pissed if my kid got punched in the face. Right. Like no matter what, like, well, if he, if something like that was going on, I would be pretty frustrated. Um, and then after that day, they were amazing friends. And all it was, was that Arlo was the new little guy on the bus. And so her son was like asserting dominance by taking his gloves, but they're best friends. And so, and then Celeste and I got to hanging out and now we're just inseparable, but she, um, she loves Twilight. It's her very favorite thing. I don't understand it. I will watch it with her because I love her very much, but but you haven't yet, right? No, we have plans to do it over like oh, Christmas break. It's super hard to sit That's, through. Yeah, I don't understand it. I don't either. I mean, if if I were like an eight year old, maybe I would get it. Nine, you know. As someone who can think and process emotions, yeah, I don't. I can't. It's super, super, it's so super bad. Weird. It's so bad. It's 
I mean, it's funny. It was, it was funny, but it's like, it's also like, it's so cringy sometimes that you're like, you just feel that's that humiliation right. for the actors. Like, ugh. And that fucking girl that's on that's sick. that fucking Twilight girl. Oh, Kristen does Stewart. Does not shut her mouth. I know. And it drives me insane. She's, I'm sorry. I, that actress is not my favorite. I'll be honest about that. Anyone who just does not ever close their lips, it just, I just can't imagine how dry their mouth must be. Read that fucking door dash. Okay, so this is from a, a Facebook group. It says it's from a door dasher to someone that's getting the order. It says, hey, this is Tiffany, your dasher. Emma Jefferson's picking up your order. And then it says again, just text again. It says, if you could tip a little more, I'll be so grateful. If not, it's okay. I'm going through a divorce and raising two kids by myself, and I'm doing this as an extra job to help with expenses. I have cash app if that works for you. Thanks so much. And then the person says, re- replies to them and says, wow, LOL, I actually canceled the order. I'm a single mother as well. And then she just says, I can't cancel the order. Uh, here's my here's my thing is like, I think um, a lot, I think DoorDash and like things like that, it, I think a lot of people use it to supplement their income. And I think it's also accessible to people. Uh-huh. But I think that they need a better way to like assist those people that need need things to be super accessible you know what I mean like that that would have I know that it's nice (laughs) it's nice that it's like a like a like a self-employment type thing right where you just like jump on when you want you make your own schedule that's really great but like that was that was a training that could have been a training situation like it needs to be talked about (laughs) Okay, here's my thing about yeah. it being about the accessibility thing. Right. Yeah, it's an accessible job for a lot of people, but a lot of people that are handicapped and disabled use that service That's to true. help them get the things that they need yeah. that they cannot easily go out and get. And the fact that they can see whether you've tipped or not and how much you've tipped and that anyone even asks you to fucking tip before you get your order right. is That's really fucking bizarre. stupid. Well, here, so I saw a video of a woman that was talking about people with food stamps ordering from, uh, like, Instacart. Right. And how, like, the first video, she duetted it on TikTok. The first video was this woman that was like, I never pick up food stamp orders because they tip like shit whatever, which was really fucked up. And then this woman duetted it and was like, I always pick them up because you don't know. And just like you're saying, like, that's a really good point. Those people do need those things or like, and also, Hey, you know, poor people also deserve to do things like that. Everyone should have, you know, access to a service, especially like that. I'm just, imagine. I just, just when you said food stamps, I just like, I mean, we've all been on food stamps before, I'm sure. I mean, a lot of us have. But any sort of parent that's at, you know, dealing with a lot of children or a lot Mm -hmm. of things at home and a lot, like, just not having to put those creatures into a vehicle and try to go to the store yourself to accomplish that, like, fuck that dude the less people that are in the store stressed out about things like that like i feel like our whole society will like function a lot nicer like 
if going to the grocery store fucking pisses you off like it does me and you don't want to do it like oh my god at the very least let us all just pick up our groceries i love that so much seriously dude that when every store started doing that during the pandemic i was like oh fuck yes it's the best. like but that store that i go to yeah they don't do it oh really no i would have to use walmart if I want to go pick up my groceries anywhere there. And I don't want to... I don't, yeah, Walmart's a... No. No. But yeah, if everyone... I don't know. Even just having to drive through something instead of getting children out of a car or even yourself when you're, you know, disabled or in pain or... In, I mean, any number of reasons. Even if you're just fucking tired. Like, right, right. If you can order your groceries ahead of time and just pick them up, it's fucking rad. So nice. I do that for all of the people that I work for. Let me. It's their lives so much easier. Let me just pretend that my life is so. Uh, let me just. Oof. Do a little poor me here. Right. I live so far out in the country, you guys. We don't have DoorDash. <laughs> Nobody's gonna DoorDash you a. a anything from 30 miles right right <laughs> so um you know appreciate those people but like i don't know when i am doing a job and i'm doing anything where i'm providing a service for someone i try to do a really good job like right. i want to make those people happy and like make their life a little bit easier right. Right. Like, that brings me joy no i think it's a stepping stone and i think there's like so many different factors that have to be thought about, you know, with that sort of stuff. But I mean, that's that that was downright inappropriate. And like, you don't know what I think also this is going to be an unpopular opinion. But I think that there's a lot of like really awesome crowdfunding and like community engagement with people lately which I entirely think is super awesome. Like when my son and I got COVID, I didn't know like what to do. I had no idea. I didn't have money coming in. It was over like Christmas break. Um, and I like people, people like a friend of mine, like sent me groceries, right. like a couple people just like cash apped me, which yeah. was like, that's really awesome and like something that I have also done for other uh -huh. people. Yeah, you've done stuff like that for me too. But I think that like the expectation that everyone's responsible for taking care of you because of A, B, and C, like it shouldn't be an expectation. And while I think that like it takes a village and it's good to support other people in your community, reaching out to somebody like that in a that that's not acceptable. Like they gave you what they were going to give you. And that's what you get. And that's what you get. And also, you haven't even done it yet. Right. And now it's like, I would cancel the order. I'd be like, totally. this is fucking ridiculous. Like, you don't know. That's really pres really presumptuous. Like, It's really, it's, it's entitled bullshit that you would even think to ask someone for more of a tip. Right. Ever. No, a tip is, is, I'm sorry, it's extra. It uh -huh. is. It's like, um... Well, unless you're in a restaurant and they pay their workers like shit. Like, yeah, that's all they don't, they different. don't, they're not allowed to do that in Washington state. And oh. I've heard, dude, yeah. In New York city where you don't, you won't get paid. You only right. get tips, things like that. That's, that's fucked. Like, ugh, I get that. But, um, but no DoorDash, like 
yeah, you get a tip and that's, that's what you get. And you have, you don't ask for more. What kind of world do people well, live and in? And then to like air your dirty laundry like that too. Like, <sighs> I'm, I'm all about oversharing obviously, but like, not like that. That's like, I would never want to go back to work. I would hide my face forever. That would make me no thanks. Yeah. I just, I recently had a friend who is disabled, who is going through a difficult time and not having a partner around to help out. Yeah. And that person like depends on DoorDash to like bring things and bring them all the way to the door and bring yeah. them, you know, like when I was staying in a hotel in Seattle, it was the night before my stomach surgery. And I had my heart set on Thai food. Like I really yeah. wanted Thai food because it was, it was going to be like my last meal right. of food for like six weeks. Right. And I used to live in the city a really long time ago and I, I live in the country now and I like, when I go to a big city, like I want good food. Like yeah. I want, I want Thai food. I want Japanese food. I want just, I mean, everything that I don't have in the country. We have burgers. Anyway, I really have my heart set on it. <clears throat> so we ate sushi earlier in the day cause that was my other like yeah. thing that I had to get. And I order the DoorDash. I pay for it. It's like super fucking expensive. You know, yeah. it's so, but like, uh, we had scout, we had my parents, like I wasn't going to go anywhere. I was supposed to just be staying there anyway. Right. It never fucking showed up. And after like complaining about that to friends and stuff like that fucking happens all the time. Oh yeah. And the reason, a lot of the reason why it happens is because they can see whether or not you tipped them or not. Oh and really? You, yeah. And if you didn't, if you don't tip them first, they'll be like, Oh, well I'm not even going to pick that one up. Jesus Christ. That's I'm going to pick up the one that tipped already. Right. And then they'll go do that. So it's like, yeah, I was going to tip you if you fucking did it, but you didn't do it. And right. now no one picked my food up and it's just sitting there. That sucks. That is not a good system. No. Um, it doesn't, I mean, you always tip after the other time I tried to do it. Um, I put on there, like, please leave it at the door of this room or whatever. Yeah. And it was like 20 minutes, half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half. I was like, Jesus. dude, I'm fucking starving. What is the deal? We like, we found it down at the front desk. It's like, of you know, been sitting there forever, not even at the front desk. It was sitting on a fucking chair in the waiting room. They threw it on there and left the fuck. Not waiting room. Is that what it's called? The lobby. Lobby. Yeah. Jesus. They threw it on the chair in the lobby. Yeah. Just dick move. I don't know what it, I guess it's, it's just like a work ethic thing, but like, Personally, when I like waited tables, like I got, I got shitty people all the time. I got tons of people that didn't tip. Right. People that just tipped change. People that tipped, you know, a dollar or something like that. That's fine. There's going to, for all of those people, there's one person that's going to over tip you. Right. And like, it all just evens out. Like I still did a good job no matter what. Right. Even if it was a returning customer that came time and time again, and I know they never tip. I still fucking did a great job. 
I don't care. It's my job to like serve that person. Right. And I'm doing that. Well, and I guess that's just like one of those, like some people just don't work like that. I know. know. Some people are like, um, if you're going to have a moment of my brain power, you need to pay for it. To be fair. Like I also think, I mean, I don't know. This is where like, I always over tip. You really have to be a piece of shit for me to not like, you have to like, really really be an asshole for me to not tip you or not tip you well yeah yeah i think i think some people just don't i mean you know you and i are like fortunate enough to be working jobs that we feel passionately about and things that are like like make us feel fulfilled but that's just not really the case for a lot of people and you and i also both know that it takes a while to like get there oh yeah I've done a thousand things that I wasn't passionate about, right. and I still did a good job. Well, you just put in that effort. Some I people was, just don't. I was a medical assistant at a fucking foot clinic, <laughs> a podiatry clinic. You know how fucking, uh, you so know the, night, the nightmares I still fucking have? Oh, the oozing uh, smells so and the... Uh, uh. But I fucking... I did a great job and right. I held it together and I like, you know, I'd go gag in the hallway after, you know, I never, I did the best job I possibly could make people feel like they were not gross and nothing about this makes me uncomfortable. Like you're perfect. Like you're doing, you know, I don't right. know. I don't know. Everybody's I, different. I managed a lot of people and I've seen all sorts of like different work ethics. Right. right. And there is just like people just, just don't fucking care. Yeah. You know, a lot of this. I mean, I know a lot of people. It's kind of, I, uh, I remember when I lived in Rochester, before I started running this program, I was working at, uh, in this program and we did respite weekends and I would pick up shifts over the respite weekend and make some extra cash. I was super pregnant and so everything was just like really difficult um, and I had gotten in, I think my shift started at 6 or 7 a.m. So I'm there by myself. And I've got, you know, uh, people who need quite a bit of assistance getting out of bed, getting dressed and getting ready. And for those sorts of programs over the weekend, there's not like a supervisor on site. And so you have an on-call supervisor that is supervising several different houses over the course of the weekend. And if anything goes wrong, you call them. You always try to like not call them because, you know, I think it was four houses that you would oversee, which is, that's a lot of people and like a lot of things that could go wrong. And anyways, I got in and I was there alone and I tried to like, you know, deal with what was happening. And this person just wasn't showing up. So I called the on-call supervisor and they tried to call this person and couldn't get through to him. Finally got through to him. They said they were on their way. They showed up two hours late, didn't apologize, didn't thank me nothing. I later ended up supervising this guy and I fired him because it was constant. And when he got in, he expected me to uh, be the one who was cleaning the whole place. And I was like, fuck off. Like, no, get to work. You clean. But there was a lot of people that I managed like that, where I was like, wow, you just don't want to put in any sort of effort at all. Yeah. Give and me like, money. I don't, just you know, give me money. I, I don't get it, but 
it also is it's just a personality trait it sucks it's a shitty personality trait but that also like you know i don't know i'm sure also that people like that DoorDash deal with a whole bunch of assholes. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I don't, I don't know anybody that does DoorDash. Leave DoorDashes. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, for the most part, you just leave stuff outside. But, I mean, people claim that they didn't get their orders, right. and then you get fucked over. Yeah, what happens? People, I wish people would just not be shitty. Right. That's all. That's all anybody needs to do. Just not be a piece of shit. Did you watch that Jeffrey Dahmer? Yes. Okay. So I want to talk about this because I have feelings about it and I feel really yucky for watching it because they didn't consult the victim's families um, oh, no. or like give them royalties or anything from the series. And I also think that, so I didn't know anything really about Jeffrey Dahmer before watching it. Yeah. Um, I just knew he ate people. That was all I knew. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I mean, I think that stuff's interesting, kind of, just, like, the human psyche, but, like, they really glorified that guy, and, like, sex, oh, fuck yeah, and sexualized him. I mean, think about the scene where he's working out, and they're, like, zooming in on his, his muscles, and he's, like, sweaty. I mean, I was, like, editing photos while I was just listening to it, so I wasn't, like, super, I'm not. They definitely glorified it, and they definitely, like used an actor that they knew people would be attracted to. Well, Jeffrey Dahmer was not a bad-looking guy. Oh, I think he was. I, I mean, don't think he was I'm attractive not, at I'm all. I'm not attracted to him, but he, but he, um, yeah, he, he didn't have a problem finding, like, sexual partners. Right. He didn't have a problem finding people who found him attractive. Right. You know? Yeah, that's true. Especially when he started working out a lot. That was, like, but he was doing it so he could overpower people and chase so them down. Scary. <sighs> yeah. I, God, yeah. That guy. Fucking terrifying. And then he got beaten to death in prison. I didn't know that that was a thing. I know that's kind of no idea. so awesome. Oh, fucking a, but yeah, I, I really, I think that, I don't know the, the way that people have desensitized themselves to acts of violence is something that I think is very interesting and also very fucked up. And like that, there were a lot of parts of that that were really hard for me to watch. Oh, everybody. I mean, that's not like, I think that what I took from it. And like I said, I wasn't paying like this, the closest attention ever. Yeah. But I personally got way more information about all of his victims than I ever knew. Oh yeah. I knew nothing about his victims. Like I said, all I knew was he ate people. Right. And now I know so much more about each one of those people and like who they were. Like it, it's really fucked if they, that they didn't consult. Well, and that's what I, yeah, I do not like that at all. No. Well, and in the end of the show, they talk about the dad and how the dad wrote the book about Jeffrey Dahmer right. and like tried to get all the royalties from it and shit and like use it. It's just so fucking, I don't know. Human beings really piss me off, man. And like, <laughs> there's like a very, I, I feel, and I kind of get on my high horse about this shit about morality, but like there is a very definitive right and wrong. 
I don't fucking care. Like there is, there is a very definitive right and wrong. And maybe that's just like black and white thinking, but I don't know. I feel like it's pretty clear. This is also an autism conversation just so we're, we're 100% aware. <laughs> like this, the, the sense of like right and wrong and like being very intent on that. But like in situations like that, it's like, you have to know that you're doing something wrong. Oh yeah. You have to know that this is like, this is the wrong thing to do and you're just doing it anyways. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. He didn't care. (laughs) Oh yeah. Disgusting. But I am, I am personally glad that I know like a little bit more about his victims and like, yeah, that they're going to be remembered by more and thought about by more people. Right. I do like that, but, um, yeah. Give them fucking money. Netflix. Seriously. So stupid. I didn't know that. The only time I ever wish I had a dick is on a road trip. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, um, I am probably too confident when I am with my dog. Honestly. I was just talking about like peeing in a bottle, but Oh, like that kind of having penis. No, like, that's fair. Was that a duck in the road? Hold no, on. No, 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 Do not. We're not stopping and getting out of the car on a, what the fuck, Cherish? What? Did you see that though? No, I didn't see anything. <laughs> I was looking at my phone though. But don't, do not pull off of the, the dark. What do you, th- <laughs> I didn't, I just, my brain was okay, like. It's like, we're not getting out of the car right now. <laughs> No, I would never. Are you, I'm such a wuss, dude. I'm such a fucking like, wuss. You know what I, I realized? Like, there's probably water. No, it was like, it looked like it was hurt. Oh. And was sitting in the road. Um, oh, you know what I realized? So, mm-hmm. not only today, we have taken our very first, I think, photos of just the two of us together. <laughs> and they're great. They're beautiful. Um, <clears throat> but we've never spent time alone together before. No, it's always Ever. with other people. Well, and I think this last year, we well, since the thing with my brother, uh-huh. we've talked more, which is good. Since I got divorced from him, you mean? Well, since this recent, we've always, like, checked in with each other, but... Oh, right, right, right. Uh, my nose. I but, but, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. No, this is great. I, uh, I get very, after I went on that last road trip with someone else, I get very frustrated, um, with other human beings, but I also, I don't get frustrated with you. Um, I mean, you might by the end of it and that's fine. Well, you also don't expect for me to fucking entertain you or take care of you or like not for, I never, and I also don't think that I'm going to like hurt your feelings by being like, I need a little bit of space. I'm just going to say alone time, tranquil alone time is a very important part of this trip. Yep. Uh, for each of us, I believe. Um, for sure. I want to each morning. My plan is the very first thing I want to do in the morning is, a little push-ups. <laughs> meditate. <Dave>, keep that in. 
<laughs> oh my god. Meditation is a great idea. I'll meditate while doing 50 push-ups. That's cool. Not I, straight, though. I don't think I can do 50. I, there's no way. I'll watch you do push-ups all day. Uh, I will cheer you on. Amazing. Uh, I'll, I'll, I will do one on my knees next to you while I cheer you on. And um, we'll be good. Perfect. Perfect. Great. I'm excited to, I don't know, I didn't bring any weights, so I guess I'm just doing body weight shit, which is fine. We've got water jugs. Oh, that's true. And a dog. We've got plenty of shit you can lift. Dude, I was doing, like, squats with Scout the other day, just like... Oh, yeah. Like, just holding her and just squatting down and then just kind of giving her a little toss at the end, but with my arms, not, you know, nothing in my back or anything, and really just digging into my legs as I went down and it really burned good and she was just cracking up so yep. hard she had the funnest time needs to do that with Arlo Ugh. yep your truck is so tall like tall. your penis must be so large to match that large truck right one of my like big anxiety panicky trigger things is the dentist as it is for a lot of people specifically because I'm like leaned back in the chair and they're over me and it triggers my PTSD of feeling like I'm being sexually assaulted and held down and it freaks me out. And I also feel like I'm going to throw up all over myself or like throw up while they're looking in my mouth. I go through all that too. Jesus. It's fun. I don't like it. So ideally I am unconscious or like, you know, sedated right. a bit for it. Um, and that's just how I operate. And so someone has to bring me and pick me up from the dentist. Well, first of all, the medication that I took to get sedated, I don't even remember which one it was. It was yeah. a super fucking long time ago, but, um, I, I didn't just get like chill. I like, totally fucking fell asleep and was snoring and they were doing like kind of, they were doing a deep cleaning on my teeth, which is like kind of a, it's not like a painful thing necessarily, but it's not comfortable. Right. Right. It's not something that people sleep through when they're not numb. Right. You know? And I woke up multiple times during that snoring so fucking loud that I woke myself Jesus. up. Or they were laughing so hard at my snoring (laughs) that that woke me up. So then, like, when they finally, like, kind of poke at me and they're like, hey, we're done, dude. And I'm like, okay, cool. My husband's going to pick me up. And uh, they're like, okay, great. And I go outside. He's not there. I call. He's not picking up. I call again and again and again and again and again yeah. and again and he's not picking up and in my like sleepy but you know sedated mind I was like well I'm super close to home I'm just gonna walk oh my god <laughs> I started walking towards my house yeah I was under the impression that it was like oh, just no. a few blocks and it was not it was quite a bit longer and when I I wasn't super sleepy anymore, but I was like 
days. Yeah. <laughs> it should not have been released without yeah there yeah. to get me. Um, but I lived close by and he was supposed to be there and he was, you know, he was going to be there. Why would he not be? Right. He's got nothing fucking to do. Right. He's got nothing else. Uh, so I start walking and I just keep walking and keep walking and keep walking. And I fucking got sleepy again. Oh no. And I sat down <gasps> and I took a little snappy poo and woke up. I don't know how long it was. It wasn't too awful long. Started kind of moving towards my house again, totally freaked out, calling him again, like, but kind of coming out of it now right, and being right. like, okay. I need, I need him to come get me. I don't right. want to be walking anymore. What am, uh, right. And he, fu- he never fucking came and got me. Never even you left the, the house. Home. I walked all the way home. I opened up the garage door and walked in and went in and he was like, Ooh, playing on fucking video games. He's got his headset on. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I walk in. I mean, I don't know. Long ass time later. Oh, they're closed. But we can stop here. Yeah, we'll just stop and feed the boots. I'm really glad you got that. You got that Glock. You got that Glock on you. Yeah, I got you. This is. Uh, I'll get out with you. Okay. I got a okay. key, too. Um, I'm taking this off, though. Okay, that's fine. I'm going to just. Let's, let's close this so we don't have to record anymore. Yeah, okay. Okay. I don't know if I ever, if I finished that story all the way, but I he did. He's playing I did. video games. Yeah, playing He's video, video games. Um, if you play video games, just like can you not a little bit? I mean, go just, for it. But like, also up. do it just like a little bit if you're gonna. No, just don't. <sighs> anyway, um, we're gonna keep recording as we feel inspired. But right now we're fucking tired. Sleepy babies. And our voices sound so sleepy. Hello. This is my sleepy voice. I'm so sleepy. This is how it would sound if I still smoked cigarettes. (laughs) Well, um, thanks for listening. Send us any Halloween stories that you have. Like, ooh, yeah. Because uh, next week is our Halloween episode. So Holy shit, you're right. If you have anything that you want to share with us, uh, send it. Send it to send her on over the worst day podcast at gmail.com. Anything terrible, anything embarrassing, anything like oops, funny, just anything, any story. We still have so many stories to read from our buddy Julia, but we'll get to that this weekend. Sweet. Anyway, uh, just remember that it could always be worse, and we'll like. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> oh my god, that was beautiful. <laughs> Bye. That was a good one. It's gorgeous. <laughs>